Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. By their bosses in order to rebel. Whether you agreed or disagreed with Colin Kaepernick, His initial act of protest was rebellious. People in positions of prominence did not like what he did. That was rebellious. Deciding to follow Colin Kaepernick at this point, however, and kneel for the national anthem is the exact opposite of being rebellious. When the valedictorian is uh, being honored on the stage for how remarkable their performance has been in the school year. Nobody's like, man, that valedictorian, they were the biggest rebel in the class. No, they were the, uh, the person who was probably willing to follow the rules more than anybody. The principal probably loved your school valedictorian. The principal probably loved the school teachers did as well. That's not rebellious. And so I'm going to talk about this a little bit more at the start of the third hour. But I think what happened is with many of these athletes, I think initially they loved the attention of being rebellious. And then when all the leagues are coming around and they're saying, yeah, let's protest more. They're like, wait a minute. Like this has just turned into a sideshow. And you're seeing lots of people kind of talk about that sideshow. Now, Dub, we were talking off air. You have your own theory you think it's just like as soon as Donald Trump lost, all the athletes stopped caring about protesting. Yeah, that's kind of that was my initial kind of knee jerk reaction, if you will, because for why the U.S. women's soccer team, which fought so hard for the right to kneel, and now they're like, well, it's time to stop protesting and actually start doing action. And I don't think there's anybody out there that would dispute that if an athlete wants to try to make the world a better place in their free time, go do it. But I just think it's 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 really fascinating to see how quickly this story has shifted and how embraced it is by corporate thought. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit more. If everybody agrees with you, you're not much of a rebel. And that's what often happens to the counterculture is the mainstream grabs the counterculture and takes away any of their initial cachet because there's money to be made on the counterculture. It's like when Colin Kaepernick has his own flavor of ice cream and he's throwing up the black power fist on the side of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, it ain't very revolutionary anymore. I don't remember uh, very many civil rights icons getting their own ice cream. Like 
That is when corporate is all in bed with you when they're like, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to give Colin Kaepernick his own ice cream. I don't remember Huey Newton with the Black Panthers having his own brand of ice cream. It's like walking around with a gun. One hand, he's got the gun. Other hand, he's like, and meanwhile, while I protest, I like to eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream. That would have been a bit incongruous back in the day. So corporate speech has so embraced quote-unquote rebellious speech that I think it's making it not cool. I'm going to explain it a little bit more to start off the third hour of the show. By the way, we're joined by Paul Kaharski in the third hour of the show coming up as well. NFL Hall of Fame voter, break down all the latest NFL stories. Uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy that. That is where we are headed. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. OutKick the coverage with Clay Travis. Panera's new flatbread pizzas are here. But to our new chef, Klaus, they're not just pizzas. They're masterpieces. Because it's not just cheese. It's hot and melty mozzarella and fontina cheese. It's not just sauce. It's market tomato red bell pepper sauce. And it's not just toppings. It's fresh mozzarella, basil, and grape tomatoes. Mmm. Taste our delicious new flatbread pizzas today. Order online for pickup or delivery. Panera. Restrictions apply. Okay, set it down over there and then go to Bay 5. Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Need to keep going to like Amir's warehouse. To expand capacity, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Cars for kids, K A R S Cars for kids. One eight seven seven Cars for kids. Donate your car today. One eight seven seven Cars for kids. Donate your car today. To learn more about our programs and to donate, visit us online. Remember, that's cards with a K. Pickup is quick and easy. You'll also get a vacation voucher and maximum tax deduction. 95.7 The Game is an equal opportunity employer, and we encourage local community organizations to refer qualified applicants to us. You can receive The Game and Intercom job vacancy information by contacting Human Resources at 415-765-4011 or by emailing sfhr at intercom.com. Are you taking Cialis or Viagra? Marley Drug has generics of both for just $12 per tablet. That's a savings of $60 per dose. Marley Drug is an independent pharmacy delivering generic Cialis and Viagra to your door for $12 per tablet. Call Marley Drug at 800-585-3808. That's 800-585-3808. Again, 800-585-3808. Have you stopped taking your statin? 
Over half of people will stop taking a statin in the first year due to muscle pain. Marley Drug offers the next generation statin, Patavastatin, which is different from most statins and has low rates of muscle pain. With a prescription, you can get Patavastatin for a dollar a day. No insurance needed. Stop putting up with statin pain and call Marley Drug at 800-585-3808. That's 800-585-3808 or go to MarleyDrug.com. For good prices, great selection, and truly exceptional service on all Subarus, look no further than Stevens Creek Subaru. Visit our easy-to-get-to location on Stevens Creek Boulevard in San Jose next to Santana Row or 24-7 at StevensCreekSubaru.com. Buckle up and drive safely. Do one thing to protect the environment. It all starts with just one thing. Recycling is one of the best things you can do for the environment, but it's also important to avoid recycling contamination. First, be sure to rinse glasses and jars to reduce food waste. Paper that's wax-coated, heavily soiled, or shredded can't be recycled either. And don't recycle glass cookware like Pyrex or ceramics. Lastly, check with your waste provider to see exactly which items can be recycled. It all starts with one thing. Find tips and more at OneThingUS.com. What's your one thing? Attention homeowners. Is your mortgage loan above 2.75% still waiting to refinance? If you keep waiting, you might miss your chance. Interest rates now are almost at an all-time low. So don't wait any longer with no employment verification or consumer credit checks. You may be eligible for an FHA streamlined 2.25% 30-year fixed rate loan with an APR of 2.264%. Let us at Landmark Mortgage Capital lower your total monthly payments today with our no closing cost option. That's right. No closing costs. We'll pay for your title, underwriting, settlement, and loan fees. Do not miss out on the opportunity to refinance without paying a boatload of fees, even if you have less than perfect credit. Find out how Landmark Mortgage Capital can save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars a year. Call 800-88-LOANS now and start saving money today. Call 800-88-LOANS. That's 800-88-LOANS. NMLS 1758747. DRE 02069957. Not all loans apply. Equal housing lender. Borrower and property must qualify. Call lender for details. The home of the Golden State Warriors. KGMZ FM in HD1 at San Francisco. 95.7 The Game. Good morning! It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Yes, sir. Good morning, family. Stephen Lankford did on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game, leading you up until 6 o'clock as the morning roast We'll get your morning officially started, leading you up until 10. Today, it's going to be a whirlwind of a show. We got a lot to talk about. Going to spend a lot of the first uh, half hour or so talking about Draymond Green and just really trying to put a bow on the conversation that was being had during the 5 a.m. show yesterday because it was a trending topic. It was very popular among Bay Area radio. Uh, So I do want to kind of close that conversation out within this first half hour of the program. At 5.15, you're going to hear from Matt Barnes, who was on with Damon Ratto and Kolsky. And he had a terrific interview talking about Draymond Green and then comparing 
the Warriors' big three to the Nets' big three from this year. So I wanted to replay that for you just in case you missed it. So that'll be coming up uh, around 5.15. Then we got the quarterback carousel. And really, it's just led by one man, Deshaun Watson. There's a couple of updates on him. <sighs> the cor- the carousel has not changed. Let me just say that. The carousel hasn't changed. And I do have one big question surrounding Jimmy Garoppolo. Plus, we got the Warriors and the Knicks tonight. And we do have some updates regarding the players who haven't been on the floor as of late. So... We'll get into all that today, and maybe we'll get into a little Giants talk as well, because as Marco Luciano, I mean, batting practice. I'm stoked. Batting practice. (laughs) So we're talking about batting practice, and we'll get to that a little later on as well. But I, I just wanted to kind of put a bow on the Draymond conversation because, you know, Everyone is asking for him after he got the two technicals, which led to the two free throws. Hornets were able to inbound the ball, and Terry Rozier hit that uh, hit that incredibly long two in order for the Hornets to to win the game. Um, everyone was looking at Draymond and and wondering what he was going to say. And you know, Damian Lee spoke to the media. Steve Kerr spoke to the media after the game. But we didn't hear from Draymond Green. Well, yesterday, around 11 o'clock, we heard from Draymond Green and and, and just talking about his accountability and the fact that he's just really disappointed in in, in what he did. If you type in Draymond Green before, when was that game, Saturday? The first clip you'll see is me talking about the drumming situation. And so to go from that situation to, like, what the next thing would be if you see of me is, like, two completely total different ends of the spectrum. And that's where the disappointment for me lies, um, you know, and just kind of letting my emotions get the best of me and going from one of the most powerful statements in NBA history to, like, that is embarrassing, you know. And so that's kind of where the disappointment comes from for me is letting my teammates down and then that the difference in those two situations uh you know i'm much better than that you know i I, i'm a completely different person than i was at 25 than i am at 30 and so when i look at the person who i am today that should never happen so that's clear accountability there mentioning his comments on andre drummond and then subsequently what happened is you see what happened on the court you're thinking that guy who was as eloquent as he was talking about the whole Drummond situation, that's something that shouldn't happen in the following game when it's on the line. A W is on the line. So he's continues to take accountability, and he, and he just shared his perspective a few days later after this loss to the Hornets. My perspective is as it's changed over the over the past couple of days. I'd say I, immediately after that game, I was kind of pissed off, you know, just on my feelings of the whole situation, you know, how the first tech went down, you know, more, more so than the second tech, uh, with my initial feelings and anger that came from the situation. As I sat and I thought about the situation and, and reassessed, you know, as I had time to let the whole thing marinate and digest, I was dead ass wrong. And not that I was wrong, like I said, for the first tech per se, but once whatever, that situation is once I have the first tech, I I can't get the second tech. And so 
I was a bit disappointed. I'm still a bit disappointed in, in myself because, you know, I, I think that whole situation bothered me more than being suspended from Game 5 of the NBA Finals in 2016. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, that that 2016 Finals, maybe it's just recency bias with Draymond. I don't know. I have a tough time believing that it bothered him more than the 2016 Finals. It is what he said, so... With the way that I feel for Draymond and the and, and the way that I think of him as a person and as a player, I do I, I I do have to take his word for it. But when I heard him say that, I was thinking, okay, really though, you really mean that? No, 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 I don't know. But anyway, the whole point uh, of what I'm trying to trying to say here is he's taken the accountability. People look whenever someone makes a mistake. Everyone just wants an apology, right? That's 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 all anyone wants. It's just, you know, own up to it and admit that you made a mistake and then move on. But the reason why yesterday it was a little more extreme than that is because a lot of people took it to the extreme of, oh, they need to trade him. They need to do something in order to set him straight. But I think what I was thinking about yesterday, the for a majority of after my show or after the morning roast ended at 10 o'clock when I had some free time, is just, you know, this is who Draymond is. And you're either in or you're out to me. And to me, I'm in. I, I the, that's, that's where I'm at with Draymond. I am, I am willing to take the leadership and all the qualities that he possesses on offense. And we'll get to what Steve Kerr had to say uh, about the situation in just a second. But I will take that rage and whatever comes along with the qualities that he possesses, I will take that every day because I do believe in the intangibles and the box score I know he's not putting up the points that you want him to put up. I know he's not shooting at a percentage that he used to shoot at, only shooting at th- at a 30% clip, which is not what you want from a guy who's who's one of your star players. But they do have him under contract for right now. And I think that as a Warrior fan, you know, you got to accept that this is who Draymond is because the feeling that I got coming off of this show yesterday from a lot of people was just that, you know, from a lot of texters, and, and feel free to weigh in, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. As always, I mean, they call me nice guy Steven because I took a bunch of shifts when I started this uh, when I started this job. So they were just like, "Hey, that's a nice guy." But I'm also a nice guy because I'll take your text, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. That's a little inside scoop there. Uh, but eh, who cares about that? But um, in, in my opinion, it's just what I saw from yesterday was that. You know, Draymond just needs to take accountability, and then we just move on. But if this happens again, what's going to be the reaction? Because I don't think the reaction is going to be the same. There have been multiple chances where he's given fans the opportunity to say, look, we can be critical of him, but we're we're not making any dire decisions when it comes to Draymond. But at what point does it get... What at what point for you would it get past, you know, the point of oh he just needs to take accountability and it's all good, 
you know, I, I just wonder where that line is because I do believe that this is going to happen again. And I wonder what's going to happen on this show and what the reaction is going to be because every single time that Draymond does something, the text line is fired up. I'm not getting any right now at 5 a.m., which is totally fine. I mean, it's 5 a.m. It's you know 5, 10 in the morning. I'm not going to act like I'm getting a ton of texts right now. But yesterday, on the air after a Sunday morning, after a week off, text line's blowing up already because of the Draymond mistake. And now that he's taken accountability, everyone has kind of moved on. So I'm just wondering just what is the line, you know, and, and what's it going to be if this happens again? Um, but here's why I'm still in on Draymond Green. Not only is it just because next season you're going to have Clay Thompson back, and I just want to see Steph, Clay, and Dre uh, for the sake of it, because we don't know what it would look like in this situation when they're all going to be in their early 30s and they got to lead a team uh, without a ton of help besides you know Andrew Wiggins and the rest of the depth that's still on the team. But here's why I'm still in. Here's Steve Kerr talking about Draymond yesterday and sharing his thoughts uh, a day removed or a couple of days removed from what happened against Charlotte. What I'm confident in is that after um, you know being here six and a half years, Draymond is the ultimate winner. The guy's a, he's a competitor. He's uh, he hates to lose, and as I said, he's got the respect of the guys in the locker room. So I'm not going to promise that he's never going to snap again. It's just kind of who he is. I do think he will you know, keep his emotions in check if there's a similar circumstance. You know, I don't, th- I don't foresee that happening again because he knows that he crossed the line. Most important thing is that Draymond has the respect of everybody in our locker room, coaches, players, and, he's, and I know him so well that um, he's going he's gonna to fight, he's going to compete. And uh, I know the numbers may not show and everybody wants to focus on shooting and scoring and stuff, but the fact is he's had a hell of a year. He's really played well for us, uh, helped us win a lot of games. He's the main reason we have the fifth-ranked defense in the league. Draymond, uh, Draymond's playing well, and um, we're following his lead, and, and that's not going to change. So right now for the Knicks game tonight – Steph Curry, James Wiseman, and Kevon Looney are all listed as questionable, and and that's for tonight. And Draymond's going to have to have a big part in this game because the Knicks, I know they're the Knicks, and they're they're mostly a a laughingstock to a lot of the NBA, or they have been for quite a while. They're 15 and 16 right now, and Draymond is going to have to, uh, he's going to have to bring it tonight because, look, it's weird. I never thought that I'd be saying this, but Julius Randle is is kind of turned into this sort of point guard for the Knicks. It's really odd. He's got the, the highest usage rate uh, out of anyone on that team. So Draymond's going to have to have a big game tonight, and I think we're getting a lot of texts here now. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. People are either going to love him or they're going to hate him. There's no in between. Uh, from the 619, Sean in the 619, I'm all in on green, but how many more apologies are we going to have to suffer through in games that are that are costly because of how he acts on the court? That is Sean in the 619 again. That's my question. You know, that's uh, I do wonder that. Uh, from the 510, random, but how about a trade or put Brad, not a maker, wow, nice, down and bring up Nico. More upside and just see how he does against real NBA talent. Bob Myers, uh, uh, spoke to NBC Sports 
and he mentioned his thoughts on on Nico Mannion in the G League. And from the words that he was saying, from what I gathered, he had a lot of positive things to say. Said that he could surprise a lot of people, but it just sounds like there are more things that he needs to work on. And and I'm with you. I'm not gonna you know act like Brad Wanamaker's the the, the greatest backup point guard in the world. As a matter of fact, there's been some talk. Uh, surrounding Jordan Poole and, and whether he'll get uh, called up. But uh, really, for me, it's a it's a pick-your-poison type of situation uh, at the moment because none, uh, neither of them have really proved to me that they can be that true backup point guard uh, that you're going to be looking for. And if you mention Quinn Cook, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't really need to see Quid Cook again, even though I loved him on this team and I thought he was a great teammate. But uh, 888-957-9570 is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in. Coming up next, I wanted you to hear this interview. It was Matt Barnes on with DRK yesterday, and he had some terrific things to say uh, about Draymond. So I wanted you uh, to listen to that. Coming up at about 535 will go around the quarterback carousel. There's only one man that is on the carousel, and there's still some confusion surrounding that, plus some thoughts on Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe a little Giants talk, got a little basketball, got Warriors and Knicks tonight. There's a lot that we could talk about today on this, what is it, a Tuesday? I lost control of the days. <laughs> Happy 23rd of February, everybody. Stephen Lightford on the pregame show. Coming up next, Matt Bards. You'll hear from him on with DRK yesterday. Stephen Lightford on pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Don't miss a second of the morning roast with Kate, Bonte, and Shasky. Kate and I was ready to choke each other out at the end of the show Friday. <laughs> she was going to choke you out. Yeah, I don't think you were going to. Yeah. That's had, why. Dude, that's I was going to do a little heartbreak heat to dude, the chin, oh, a little man. sweet chin music oh, for Bonte. <laughs> The Morning Roast with Kate, Bonte, and Shasky. Streaming live on the Radio.com app and your smart speaker. Are you taking Cialis or Viagra? Marley Drug has generics of both for just $12 per tablet. That's a savings of $60 per dose. Marley Drug is an independent pharmacy delivering generic Cialis and Viagra to your door for $12 per tablet. Call Marley Drug at 800-585-3808. That's 800-585-3808. Again, 800-585-3808. Have you stopped taking your statin? Over half of people will stop taking a statin in the first year due to muscle pain. Marley Drug offers the next generation statin, Patavastatin, which is different from most statins and has low rates of muscle pain. With a prescription, you can get Patavastatin for a dollar a day. No insurance needed. Stop putting up with statin pain and call Marley Drug at 800-585-3808. That's 800-585-3808 or go to MarleyDrug.com. Attention homeowners, is your mortgage loan above 2.75% still waiting to refinance? If you keep waiting, you might miss your chance. Interest rates now are almost at an all-time low. So don't wait any longer with no employment verification or consumer credit checks. You may be eligible for an FHA streamlined 2.25% 30-year fixed rate loan with an APR of 2.264%. Let us at Landmark Mortgage Capital lower your total monthly payments today with our no closing cost option. That's right, no closing costs. We'll pay for your title, underwriting, settlement, and loan fees. 
Do not miss out on the opportunity to refinance without paying a boatload of fees, even if you have less than perfect credit. Find out how Landmark Mortgage Capital can save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars a year. Call 800-88-LOANS now and start saving money today. Call 800-88-LOANS. That's 800-88-LOANS. NMLS 1758747. DRE 02069957. Not all loans apply. Equal housing lender. Borrower and property must qualify. Call lender for details. I'm Listening Daily. You are not alone. During these challenging times, listening is fundamental to promoting understanding and healing. Here's Demi Lovato on the tools she uses to stay positive. The forms of self-care that I'm engaging in during this painful but necessary moment in history, I'm meditating a lot. I am meditating almost every chance that I get. Meditation has become key to me. I'm also just taking care of myself in other ways, making sure I get rest, doing things for my immune system, staying healthy, things like that. It's really important for me to stay positive and centered because if I don't stay positive and centered, it can get really messy really quick. And, you know, it's just important that we all keep a positive headspace. I don't know, I just, I want to have a positive environment around me at all times. Talk has the power to save lives. Find out more at imlistening.org. When's the last time you looked at your bathroom? Second thought, you might not want to make eye contact with that old faucet. It's time to head to Lowe's for some home improvement. Choose from stylish brands like American Standard, Delta, and Style Selections. And transform your before bathroom into an amazing after bathroom. Woohoo! You can't see her, but she's high-fiving herself. Don't just do it yourself. Do it for yourself. Stop by Lowe's or visit Lowe's.com slash D-I-F-Y for vanity starting at $99. Valid through 331 U.S. only. With the iPhone SE for $49.99 in store from Cricket, Cody can experience more. Could I record a good video? Don't be coy, Cody. A $49.99 iPhone SE could turn your vision into a cinematic masterpiece. Uh, I was going to record my daughter at dinner. She throws her peas. Ooh, an action scene. There's more to love for less with the iPhone SE. Smile, you're on Cricket. Limited time offer. New accounts only. Must bring your number to Cricket on a $60 month voice plan. First month service charge and tax due at sale. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. Twenty-eight years, twenty-eight years. One of the most legendary duos in music history have retired. Daft Punk, and if you don't like this type of music, totally understandable. I, I get that. If you're not into the whole uh, electronic dance music scene, I, I totally understand that. Uh, but the reason why everyone's going crazy, and if you're wondering why everyone's going crazy on social media and everything surrounding that is that there are essentially pioneers. But when you think of pioneers of music, you think of, you know, rock and roll that dates back all the way to the fifties. You think hip hop that dates back all the way to the late seventies and the eighties and some other guys who are pioneers of their craft. They're still going, but Daft Punk uh, were pioneers of, you know, the, the big EDM crowds without them. I don't know if you'd be having uh, these gigantic uh, these gigantic festivals as quickly as you did in the time that you did. I mean, I'm sure it would have come along at some point, but I mean, 
you know, they started in what the late nineties, got really, really popular in the mid two thousands and had that legendary set at Coachella where everyone went nuts and yeah, that's where everything kind of started. So there's a little Daft Punk education for you just in case uh, you you need a little bit of it. But we are talking some Warriors. We're talking Draymond Green. And I wanted to play this interview for you from Damon Radowankulski because he had some great stuff to say. And I do have multiple sound clips that I could play, but I'd much rather just play the interview for you. It's just a little under uh, seven minutes long, and every answer is really good. So I just wanted to play it for you so you can have some context. Here is Matt Barnes on with DRK yesterday to close out their show uh, for a terrific interview. Here's Matt Barnes. We've told this story once or twice before. <laughs> what did you think of how the Warriors let one go in Charlotte on Saturday night, Matt? Uh, it's a tough situation. You know, uh, learning to win and, and close out games is, is important for teams. Obviously, you know, we're accustomed to this, this championship dynasty team that, that is filled with veterans and, and makes everything look easy. But, you know, those days are over. Um, you know, Clay's on the sidelines still. Steph is... You know, Steph is playing great, but he, you know, with him being a late scratch, that's going to put them behind the eight ball. But it's still, you know, no excuse to to, to blow fourth quarter leads with or without him. So, like I said, normally you would have a, another calming presence in there, um, you know, outside of Steph and, and Draymond is off and on as far as calming, but he's definitely a presence. But they missed the veteran leadership of the Iguodala, the Sean Livingston, the David West to kind of help teach these guys how to close games because it's not as easy as it sounds. A lot of Younger teams go through stuff like this. And outside of Draymond and Steph, this is a fairly young team. So it's just the process of growing and, and struggling. And, uh, you know, it, it, it'll all pay dividends uh, next season. In terms of, of Draymond Green, you know, people like to talk about, you know, his high motor and his, you know, occasional volatility. Is that something that for most players, I'm not asking you to be an expert on Draymond, but for most players, is it more difficult to turn that volatility on and off than it seems to outsiders? Um, I wouldn't call it necessarily volatility. I would call it just it's who he is. It's what makes him great, but it also can be his downfall. And, you know, I was similar um, in that aspect of my career. You know, we play with so much passion, love, and energy that we kind of feel like in certain situations, you know, whether we're right or we're wrong, we don't, we know if we're going to get beat, let us get beat, but don't take it away from us. And I think that's where he kind of felt, you know, obviously last game um, that he was ejected, it, w- it was taken away w- w- with the call. But, you know, he and I talked later that night, and I told him, you know, it's just something, although he may feel like he's right, it's something from his point of view and, and his position on this team now that, that they can't be done, and he completely understood it. Um, but it's not something you can turn all the way off. you got to take the good and the great with the sometimes bad, and, and that's what you get with Draymond because, like I said, this organization wouldn't be who they are without Draymond Green's passion and energy behind it. You know, we all have a ton of respect for Draymond and, and feel the same way as what you just said at the end there. But but like you just said, this is something that you struggled with to some extent in your career. Yep. How, how do you make sure that while you're keeping your fire and your energy, you don't cross that line in that situation? Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you never want to hurt your team in, in any aspect. And obviously... You know, losing him hurts the team, but also, you know, the two free throws they got to tie the game um, hurt them. And it's just, it, it comes with maturity, you know what I mean? And not to say he's not mature, but he's continuing to grow, and he understands his faults, and he admitted his faults, I think, in an interview talking about uh, what happened last game. So it, it's just a process. You know, I, I'm, I'm, 
he's giving you much more good than he's giving bad. And I just think right now is, you know, during these last two games, they let slip away. Obviously, this is going to be a talking point. But at the end of the day, he does a lot more good, you know, that is outside the numbers that he does that are bad, that is bad. You played with, with uh, I think it was one of the MVP years alongside Steph Curry. Coming here from another place and sort of being dropped into this team, how long did it take for you to figure out sort of the right way to play when Steph is on the floor? Because it seems like one of the themes with this team has been it's different than anyone else, so it takes a little time. Not only did I have to learn to play with Steph, but I had to learn to play with Clay as well and, and KD for a brief second. But the game he came back, I got hurt, and I was pretty much done the rest of the season. But it is different. You know, it, it really is different. Uh, you got to find Steph, find a way to get him the ball, find a way to get him open, understand his activity on the court, understand how he uses screens when he's a screener, understand how to screen with him. You know, I came here later in my career, you know, so my basketball IQ was on point, and I had always been a fan of the way they played anyway, you know. So for me to fit in, it it wasn't hard for me to fit in, but you just have to understand how to play with special shooters like that. You know, I had not, obviously I'm not comparing the two, but, you know, playing with J.J. Redick when I was with the Love City Clipper team, you know, me being the starting small forward, I had to know how to get him open and play off him because he was our best shooter. So, you know, carrying over to what Steph does for this team, and really he's the lone, lone gun. You know, I mean, obviously Wiggins and Oubre can score, but when you're talking about get you a bucket, Steph is the guy you're going to go to. So you do have to really watch and understand how he moves around, and I think that's what makes Draymond so great is their connection and their chemistry to where, you know, Draymond's almost a Tom Brady figure out there, and and, and, and Steph is, a you know, a Randy Moss-type uh, player where he can really read and react and understand Steph's movements and what's going to happen when Steph sets an up pick compared to what he's going to do when he sets a down pick and just the nuances of the game because every time he shoots the ball, I think it's going in whether I played with him or against him. Text line says, I love Matt Barnes. Well, so do we. That's why we're thrilled to have him back on here on 95.7 The Game. So where is the truth about the Brooklyn Nets? Are they the world-beaten team that can outscore anybody, don't even need Kevin Durant to go undefeated on a West Coast road trip? (laughs) Are they that good, or are they a team that plays no defense, so no matter how good they are, we still can't take them that seriously? Where's the truth on the Brooklyn Nets? I think we're we're starting to edge more on the serious side, understanding that, you know, although what we got a chance to witness and I got a chance to play with in Golden State with uh, Steph, Clay, and KD, this trio might be a better scoring trio than those guys, and that's saying a lot. You know, this could be the best scoring trio we've ever seen in the game. Um, And when they get there, I have no doubt that they'll get their offensive chemistry down. I think we're really starting to see that. They've been the number one offense since James jumped in there. But they're starting to understand how important the defense is, and they hear people talking about how bad their defense is. They see their defensive numbers, and they realize that defense is nothing more than effort and energy and being on the same page, and you're starting to see them step that up. I think what they really need, they need to bolster that front line, whether that's getting you know, a, a, a center in, in JaVale McGee or Andre Drummond or strengthening it, you know, with a, with, a, with a power forward. But, you know, if you get DeAndre Jordan in any kind of foul trouble, their center position is KD and Jeff Green. And although that's good on the offensive end, that's going to be a liability um, on the defensive end in securing rebounds. Now, that is saying a lot toward the end, and that's going to get 
you know, <laughs> that's going to get Warrior fans riled up. That was Matt Barnes on with Damon Ratto and Kolsky last night. Wanted to play that for you, uh, play, it, play it in its entirety, because um, when it comes to Draymond, it's just when I ever, whenever I hear players talk about him, whenever I hear, you know, Steve Kerr, Mike Brown, whoever else talk about him, I just hear everything that they're saying shows his value and what it's worth to the team. And, you know, when you're a, when you're a fan, I totally get it. <laughs> if you're a fan, it's kind of like, look, if this dude continues to have us lose games or like if, uh, where was that text? Damn. I mean, there are so many coming in at 5 in the morning. Uh, from the 415, Durant admitted admitted Draymond played a part in him leaving. I believe Draymond will have cost us multiple championships when it's all said and done. But I think you also got to give credit to Draymond for helping you win championships also. And, and, and costing you championships is, must, is, is, is much worse than that. Um, but, you know... If that whole thing with Draymond didn't happen, let's just say the end of regulation against the Clippers on that fateful November game didn't happen, then, you know, it's a massive hypothetical just to say, oh, yeah, KD would have stayed here. It, it's a it's a massive hypothetical uh, to say that. So, you know, when it comes to the championships, I understand where you're coming from because obviously he got suspended in 2016 and that played a part in it. But he was also the best player on the team in that final game. And if Kyrie Irving didn't hit that shot, we'd be looking at it completely different. There's just so much that goes into the championships. I just think the closing statements after, I'm sure you've had that, Draymond fatigue at this point. If you're just getting into your car, you're saying, geez, still talking. is he still talking about Draymond? I got into my car at 5.30 yesterday and he was talking about Draymond. I promise you, just to kind of put a button on it, I do think after a day of reflection, after a few days of thinking about it, I just think that this is who Draymond is. He's shown that he can be a leader. He's shown that he can have an erratic behavior at times, but this is who he is. And if you're a Warrior fan, I'm not even going to ask this question right now because they got a big game against the Knicks coming up tonight. I know you may not think it's that big of a game, but after losing to the Magic and the Hornets, you got to get this win tonight. And I just think that if you're a Warrior fan with Draymond Green, you're either in or you're out. And it's plain and simple. And if you're out, then I think you're just going to have to deal with it, at least for the foreseeable future, because they're going to want Draymond on this team next season when Clay does come back. But coming up next, 888 Listen to this question, 49er fans. I want to know from you, do you want Jimmy Garoppolo to be your franchise quarterback? Not is your is Jimmy Garoppolo your franchise quarterback? Not that question. Not do you want him back next season? I'm not asking if you want another quarterback this year. I'm not asking if you want him traded. I'm asking do you want him as the franchise guy? I'll explain while I'm asking that question next. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Stephen Langford on the pregame show ninety five seven. The game. Get your morning started. 
with the morning roast. A lot of new barbers aren't really up to it when it comes to the scissor game. I'm just being honest. You have to have bars in both, and I think some people specialize, and my guy specializes more in the scissor game. You don't need scissors. You don't have a lot of hair, Sasuke. Are you kidding me? I'm about to fly away with these wings. The Morning Roast, streaming live on the Radio.com app and your smart speaker. Coping 19, brought to you by CDC and the Ad Council. Managing today's uncertainty can be overwhelming. Focus on what you can control, even if it's little things, like your before-bedtime ritual. Find more self-care and coping tips at coping-19.org. Kids, K A R S, cars for kids. 1877 cars for kids. Donate your car today. 1877 cars for kids. K A R S, cars for kids. 1877 cars for kids. Donate your car today. To learn more about our programs and to donate, visit us online at carsforkids.com. Remember, that's cards with a K. Pickup is quick and easy. You'll also get a vacation voucher and maximum tax deduction. 1877 cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. 1877 cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also accepting real estate donations. Attention homeowners. Is your mortgage loan above 2.75% still waiting to refinance? If you keep waiting, you might miss your chance. Interest rates now are almost at an all-time low. So don't wait any longer. With no employment verification or consumer credit checks, you may be eligible for an FHA streamlined 2.25% 30-year fixed rate loan with an APR of 2.264%. Let us at Landmark Mortgage Capital lower your total monthly payments today with our no-closing-cost option. That's right, no closing costs. We'll pay for your title, underwriting, settlement, and loan fees. Do not miss out on the opportunity to refinance without paying a boatload of fees, even if you have less than perfect credit. Find out how Landmark Mortgage Capital can save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars a year. Call 800-88-LOANS now and start saving money today. Call 800-88-LOANS. That's 800-88-LOANS. NMLS 1758747. DRE 02069957. Not all loans apply. Equal housing lender. Borrower and property must qualify. Call lender for details. Wendy's is dropping the hammer with two made-to-order breakfast sandwiches for just $4. So if you've been wronged by pre-made breakfast and their frozen folded eggs and rubbery microwaved bacon, get to Wendy's and get the breakfast you deserve. Like the honey butter chicken biscuit, classic bacon egg and cheese, and the classic sausage egg and cheese. Choose any two of them for just $4. Justice is served only at Wendy's. We got you. Offer valid for a limited time only. Price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. Single item at regular price. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move with the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. 
Hey, y'all, this is your girl, Cheryl Underwood, and I want to tell you something. My digestive system used to make me feel sluggish, but those days are over. Now I feel great. That's because I increased my fiber intake with the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge, and I'm still hooked. I just took Metamucil every day for 14 days, and it's really that easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down, so you feel lighter and more energetic. Now I never want to go back to that heavy feeling. Are you ready for the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge for a coupon and daily support? Sign up at Metamucil.com today. Is your credit card debt piling up? Pacific Debt can help. Pacific Debt is the nation's friendliest debt settlement company. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of five-star reviews on sites like Trustpilot and Best Company, they can settle your debt for a fraction of what you owe. In fact, they've settled over $300 million, helping people just like you. Get a monthly program payment you can afford and zero upfront fees. Get free information now. 800-281-9981. 800-281-9981. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. 888-957-9570 is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in on anything today. Shout out has to go out to Daft Punk. 28 years Calling it quits, and they are one of the best to do it in their respective fields. So, shout out to, just a massive shout out to Daft Punk. Love Daft Punk. Um, But I asked a question, and there's a reason I'm asking this. I'm not asking, is Jimmy Garoppolo your starter for next season? I'm not asking if you want another quarterback as your starter for next season. Because... I'm operating under the assumption that Garoppolo will be the starter next year. I am. Because the price seems to be a little too high for Jimmy Garoppolo. And Peter King mentioned in his article that there's a, there's just a ton of, a ton of assets that you'd have to give up um, uh, uh, in part of a trade uh, in order for Deshaun Watson to leave the Texans. But all you need to know is that his scenario has it so that his scenario has it so that Kirk Cousins would be the starter in 2021 for the Niners if the trade goes through. That's all you need to know. There's way too many details on that. But the reason why I'm asking, and 888 that's the text line and the phone number. I want to know, do you want... Jimmy Garoppolo as your franchise guy because Jacina Anderson was on Matt Mayoko's and Laura Britt's 49ers Talk podcast, which is a part of NBC Sports Bay Area. And Jacina Anderson is an NFL insider for ESPN, very well connected. And she had this to say about Garoppolo going forward and how fans uh, should look at him as the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers next year. I believe 
that he has potential. And I never want to put a cap on someone's potential in terms of what they can accomplish. If I've seen it before, that means that they have it in them. And it's a matter of patience and having everything aligned. Franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees. And when you have one that's above average, you gotta, you have to appreciate that. Because when that person is gone, you're dealing with someone else, um, you, you might tend to more appreciate them in their absence. So I personally would say to the fans in San Francisco, don't give up on Jimmy G. I, I think he has the potential. And if they sense positive energy in the area, that feeds into your quarterback too. So you want your quarterback to you know succeed, feed positive energy into the situation as well. Okay, so there are a couple of things to unpack from that. Again, that was Justina Anderson on 49ers Talk, on the 49ers Talk podcast uh, with Matt Mayoko and Laura Britt. And I just wanted to, so there are a couple of things. One, she mentions that franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees and that she believes that Jimmy Garoppolo has the potential. But it just feels like, to me, this entire time that we've been talking about Garoppolo on one end of the spectrum, we've been just asking the simple question of whether you want him back next season. And that's it. We've just, it's a really, it's just a yes or no question. It's either, yeah, I want Garoppolo back because that means that we're going to be keeping the salary cap as scheduled like Parag Marate and John Lynch want it to be. Um, Kyle Shanahan has a guy who he has trusted at one point where that trust has gone. I don't know or where it's at. I mean, they, you know, like to mention that it's stable, but you, you, you never really know. And when I'm thinking of when, when she said franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees, the thing is franchise quarterback is such a it's just a term that we throw so loosely around you know I, I feel like the difference between you know bringing Jimmy back for another year and seeing how it plays out as opposed to calling him the franchise guy to me when I hear franchise guy you know you got to have the big contract first you got to have that but a guy who's going to be sticking around for a while and Garoppolo came in in 2018, did his thing for a little bit. Then in 2019, we know what happened. It was a good year for the 49ers when he started every single game. Then in 2020, we know what happened last year. Gets two high ankle sprains, essentially, in the same season. He's been called the franchise quarterback ever since he got that contract, but if two out of the three seasons, you know, you've been hurt, I don't know if you're the franchise guy. And it's just, if he has a good year next year, I wonder what's going to be happening with 49er fans and what's going to be going on in their minds. Because if he does play lights out and, you know, let's just say he wins the NFC West, maybe wins you a couple of playoff games, gets you to a Super Bowl, I still think that there are going to be some Niner fans afterwards who don't want Jimmy Garoppolo because after that, they're most likely going to want to pay him another contract if he does lead them to where they want to be. And it's an interesting situation. 
It really is. Because next season, you got him under contract. You got him under contract till 2022. And there's a possibility that they may draft a quarterback uh, after Garoppolo. And Jacina Anderson's right that franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees. But when I heard that sound clip, it made me think that she's saying that he has the potential to be a franchise quarterback. And I don't know if that's necessarily true. And one thing that she said at the end, she said that in order for him to have a little more success, that he needs to get the positive energy from the fans. If I have, I, you know, I've been hosting this show for a couple of years now. And one thing that I have gotten from 49er fans, even in a time when they led, they, they, the, the team went to the Super Bowl and Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback, there were still the doubters bringing in that negative energy, making up all sorts of excuses as to why he's not the franchise guy. So if positive energy, like Jacita Anderson mentioned, is what you're going to need from the fans in order for Garoppolo to have success. Because I do think that's partially true. I do think that, you know, it's not all on the fans' energy, obviously. It's the play on the field and and, and how you produce. I mean, that's ultimately uh, what's gets you in the fans' good graces. But I'm saying if it's just one bad game, if it's just one play, one one play in the fourth quarter – that has the 49ers lose a game. The reaction is not going to be a positive one. And I feel like with a lot of different quarterbacks who are kind of on the fringe of being that guy like Jimmy Garoppolo is uh, to a lot of 49er fans, in my opinion, they'll go on the other side of, all right, we're going to blame Jimmy. I mean, think about just the blowback that other athletes have gotten just think of what we've done with Draymond Green for the past couple of days think of what we did with Kevin Durant when people weren't when when fans weren't big on Durant leaving and the way that he handled it you know so if 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 it relies on the positive energy on the fans well you got to perform damn near perfectly if that's even a word, I don't even know if that's a word. You got to perform at a perfect level, though, in order to continue to receive that positive energy from the fans. Because one bad play, something happens, ugh, ugh, it, it, it is not going to be good as far as the positive energy. But the franchise quarterback's an interesting term, though, because she used Derek Carr uh, as an example. That clip was actually about two minutes long, and I and, and I cut it in half because she was using. Um, Derek Carr primarily as the example that she, you know, says Carr is the franchise guy. But the the biggest difference to me um, when it comes to talking about Carr as a quote unquote franchise guy compared to Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, Carr came in, had that week four preseason game against the Seahawks through what three touchdowns. I mean, he didn't have to. He didn't have much to beat out. I think he had to beat out Matt Flynn that his his rookie season uh, in order to get a job, uh, in order to get the starting job. But from then on, it became Carr's a franchise guy. You know, they're gonna give him a contract. That's obvious. Now it's just gonna be a wait and see situation. And with Jimmy Garoppolo, since he hasn't stayed healthy for two of the three seasons that he's played, 
I don't know if I'm willing to give him that moniker just yet. And to me, this season that he's got coming up, he's going to have to play a damn good brand of football because even if his defense was incredibly good when he and when he played the entire season, they got to the Super Bowl, he played very well then. But I do feel like this team, this 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 roster that they have on offense is very talented. You know, the the wide receivers that they got, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, Raheem Mostert running back, if they can get their offensive line situation sorted out, that could be a pretty dynamic offense. On defense, of course, you got a guy who's coming up as the best linebacker in the game and Fred Warner. You got Dre Greenlaw, who is just an absolute steal from the draft. But you do have some questions in the secondary. And if you have a bad secondary, that can hurt you as far as just losing games. Because a bad secondary, we saw what happened against the Dolphins uh, earlier this season. If you don't have guys that are locked in, it could hurt you. Um, And their pass rush is going to be improved because... Something else that Justina Anderson said, um, she tweeted this out, that she just got off the phone with Nick Bosa, and he Nick Bosa said that you know he's going to be even better this next season when he does come back as he's rehabbing from his injury. If he comes back and he's fully healthy and the pass rush is there like it used to be, then I might look at the secondary. I might shine a, a little less light on the secondary because I do think a good pass rush makes up for a, a, a bad secondary, but also who knows what's going to be happening with D Ford DeForest Buckner, not there. Nick Bosa is going to be entering a, a, an entirely different realm where he's going to be getting double teamed a lot. And I mean, one reason I was looking forward to watching Nick Bosa anyway, uh, because after his rookie season, he said after that year, I mean, not only was it uh, uh, not, uh, was it Shab? Thank you, 925. Sorry. Matt, Matt Flynn, Matt Schaub, whatever. Matt McGloin, <laughs> Matty Mayhem, as I called him. I mean, whatever, my bad. Jeez. It's a lot of years, all right? Um, but I'm just thinking that if Bosa is back to form and he's even better than he was in his rookie season, like he says he's going to be, because he went into this last year in 2020 saying that he didn't have much of a plan his rookie year. He just went out there and played. And if he goes out there and has a plan in his second year, imagine how deadly he's going to be. And then, of course, he had the injury, so we don't know what that would look like. If he does become an improved player next season, then that defense is going to be much better. But I do think that the entire point that I'm trying to make here is I'm trying to bring it back around full circle is that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to play at a much higher level than in 2019, in my opinion, this season, if he wants to get as far as the 49ers want to go, which is back to the Super Bowl. So it's a, it's interesting that the franchise quarterback thing is being thrown around with Jimmy Garoppolo when he's got two years left on his deal and he's really only played out uh, played out one of them. From the 510, Jimmy G getting the title of franchise quarterback while only being asked to not lose games is insane. He's a slightly better Alex Smith, and that's why the fans are so quick to be done. From the 510, Jimmy isn't even near Watson, so Boson for Wa- Bosa for Watson, yeah. Here's the latest... <laughs> On Deshaun Watson, I was trying to find anything because, you know, once the talks start heating up, 
you know, the, the, the official um, – how should I put it? The official dysfunction with the team starts and the quarterback starts saying that he wants to go somewhere else and that he wants to be traded and he officially requests one. That's when the talks start heating up. But the new league year doesn't start until the 17th anyway. So you still got plenty of time to see what happens. And the last update I saw <laughs> – this was from earlier this morning – and I found it on, I mean, I just straight up searched Deshaun Watson. Just looked up Deshaun Watson to see the latest, and there's really nothing new. But the only thing is, I saw sources indicate that the Panthers are officially in the hunt now. And that was according to catgrave.com which is a fan-sided, uh, fan-sided network, and they use the source from, uh, from an ESPN account, which had a blue check mark in there. <laughs> it's from ESPN Upstate, and it says, Breaking, it's been confirmed by sources that Deshaun Watson would approve trades to the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Panthers. That's all I got. And it came from catcrave.com. I looked at that website, and I'm like, what is catcrave.com? It's like, I mean, I assumed it was for the Panthers just because of the headline, but I'm thinking, I mean, imagine if, you know, catcrave.com sounds like a, sounds like a, a hub for cat photos. You know, if you're feeling real, real lonely on a weekend and you're real bored, go to catgrave, catcrave.com. Check out a bunch of pictures of cats, but no, it turns out that it's a Panthers website. How about it? Um, so it's going to be interesting with Garoppolo and how it goes moving forward because this thing with Watson to the Niners, it continues to, to lose legs uh, as the days go on, seeing as to how much he will be traded. And with every asset that's being thrown around, I, I mean, with, with every asset that's being thrown around right now, it's like, it, for me, I don't even know if he's going to get traded anymore. It, it's just they're, they're asking for so much. But... Anyway, I will update you on anything when that happens. I do want to move on. Finally, I do want to move on to the Warriors and the Knicks, which is happening tonight. And James Wiseman, he's questionable for tonight, as well as Kevon Looney and Steph Curry. So three pretty critical pieces going up against the New York Knicks team tonight. Uh, that's 15 and 16 on the year. Um surprising a lot of people but it's what they've been doing on defense so you're gonna need Steph and Wiseman uh, and Looney but the reason that I bring up James Wiseman this is interesting and I'm gonna tie it into something that I saw with the Giants yesterday this is why fans take a lot more stock into rookies when it comes to basketball or football remember the reaction that we had when James Wiseman's first practice videos were out, Anthony Slater posted it on Twitter. I was going nuts. I mean, the Draymond lob to Wiseman in slow-mo. Are you kidding me? I'm looking forward to seeing that on opening day. Stoked. I had that same feeling watching the Marco Luciano warm-ups at batting practice. You know, been seeing videos of him doing it in, in Arizona and whatever other leagues that they got going on because there's just so many so many different uh, training leagues for these younger guys uh, that you just see an at-bat. You don't even really know where it's from, but facing live pitching, he's looked damn good. And then you officially see him in a cage warming up during batting practice, and I'm, I'm, I was stoked. But then I realized, oh, wait, 
We're gonna have to wait a we're gonna have to wait a year or two for that. Spring training is going to be interesting for the Giants this year because you got a lot of young up and coming guys. Uh, it's looking like Patrick Bailey is going to be getting some reps. Uh, the the new catcher that they get, that they got, Hunter Bishop, Elio Ramos, even Marco Marco Luciano, all those guys. But just for me, you know, when you got Crawford and Posey and Belt still on the team. And you got Mike Yastrzemski and Donovan Solano and Alex Dickerson. Your roster's pretty much set. You don't want to rush any of these younger guys like what happened with Joey Bart because I do believe that Joey Bart was rushed up a little too quick um, and, and was put in a situation which you just don't want for a younger player. And, and, and maybe it proved why these guys need so much time in the minor leagues and you don't want to bring them up right away. But just watching that Marco Luciano warm-ups. I don't know if you saw that. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. I don't know if you saw that, but I got incredibly stoked and then realized I probably won't be seeing him on a major league field at least until 2022. Damn. But tonight we do have a Warriors and Knicks game. Uh, pretty interesting. This was actually today, February 23rd in 2011, was the debut for Carmelo Anthony in Madison Square Garden. And he picked up 25 points and had 10 rebounds, had a double-double. Um, and so Carmelo Anthony involved in the trade um, with the Nuggets, and then he went to New York. His first game in Madison Square Garden put up 25 points. And I went back to 2013 and just decided to, real quick, look up Steph Curry and the game that he had scoring 54 points on 11 of 13 shooting, and that was in 2013. And, of course, he broke that point-scoring record uh, for himself, scoring 62 earlier this year. But 54 was the highest that he'd scored up until then. It was one of the greatest performances that we'd seen uh, at Madison Square Garden. But tonight, we'll see what happens with Steph, Kavon, and Wiseman as those guys are questionable. But one guy who is going to be critical no matter what is going to be Draymond Green tonight. If there's any game where you're going to have to make up for whatever happened in Charlotte, it would be tonight because the Knicks are a good defensive team and on offense, they're not that great, but Julius Randle has a higher usage rate than anyone on the team. And it looks like uh, Draymond going one-on-one with him, uh, is going to be a matchup today. Well, excuse me, this afternoon. It's going to be happening at 4.30. Of course, you can catch the pregame at 3. Um, but that's what I'm going to be paying attention to tonight is, or this afternoon, damn it, <laughs> whether whether Draymond Greed bounces back from that Hornets game and what happens with Steph Curry, Kevon Looney, and James Wiseman. From the 650. Let that guy know you need positive vibes, too. Jeez, who are you talking about? The guy who proved me wrong and saying that Carr beat out Matt Schaub? Look, man, Matt Schaub, Matt Flynn, Matt McGloin, everyone's gotten those guys mixed up. Who hasn't gotten those guys mixed up? Thanks so much for joining me, everyone. The Morning Roast with Kate Scott, Joe the Butcher Boy Shasky, and Bonte Hill. Coming up next. Thanks so much. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ-FM in HD1, San Francisco, a radio.com sports station. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast featuring... 
Avanti Hill. This baby Yama, all day, every day. Oh, this is Kate Scott. She probably likes the tuna sandwiches from 7-Eleven. Oh. And Joe Shesky. I know I'm mediocre, but I'm going to give you the best effort I possibly can. This is the Morning Roast on 95.7 The Game. Oh, I don't know about you guys, but... But nice guy Steven's voice just makes me smile. I mean, I mentioned it coming off the off the riff yesterday. It was just good to have him back after a week away. But hearing him chuckling this morning reminded me of Osaka over the weekend saying, the Warriors game tonight, damn it, no, this afternoon. I mean, tonight, no, damn it, this afternoon. Just corrected himself time and again. And you know what else makes me smile? Uh, that right there, Bonte and Joe, you guys know. Now, now that we're into the morning show mode, I know this has been a transition for both of you since October. Nothing makes a morning show host on the West Coast happier than, than a little road trip, right, Bonte? You know, a little a little 4.30 tip as opposed to a 7 o'clock tip just makes things slightly easier. Sometimes earlier in the day it makes things a little more difficult. But, but any time that you're not up till, you know, 10.30, 11, 11.30, so that the turnaround's just a little quicker... I got to say, it's always great having the teams home, right? Especially when you can see them in person. But since we are still in the pandemic, um, you know, having a 4.30 tip that you can hear right here on 95.7, I'm not mad about it, Fonte. I'm not mad. There's pros and cons to both, right? The pros is, all right, let's take a night game at home, for example. You get that midday nap. Get a little time, be with baby Chaz, and then uh, get some food and get a nice two, a strong two, two and a half. Uh, hour nap. Now the con, right? The quick turnaround. You get off at 11 o'clock, or excuse me, you get off at 10.30, get home at 11. You got about six hours to really power through and get ready for the morning. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I'll, I'll take five and a half hours. That's that's solid. Now the East Coast strips, as soon as the show's over, it's like, all right, I got to be in studio at about one o'clock. So that's three well, hours. You got to get in that early. Well, pregame shows are three um, yeah. I get in. I personally get in two hours early just yeah. to make sure I'm crossing all my T's. Yeah, you're getting into you the floor. Dot my eyes, crossing my T's. I, no, no later than an hour and a half before the show. So that turnaround after the morning roast to the studio sometimes yeah. is like, ooh, that's you got to take that hour power, that quick shower, mm-hmm. and it's go time. It feels like you haven't even slept. So there's pros and cons to both. I prefer... Man, the East Coast games are fun. I'm not going to lie because you get to watch something afterwards. You know, you maybe want to watch a show or something. But maybe like the 5, early. 5.30 tip would be the perfect. Those are solid. Shit. That would Those be the perfect time. But look, uh, hey, look, either way, I'm happy. We get Warriors basketball today against the New York Knicks. Hopefully we see James Wiseman. Hopefully we see Kavon Looney. And hopefully we see Steph Curry back at the God where he had his coming out party with 54 <laughs> points way back when in what, 2014, I want to say? 2013, 2014? Yeah, it's, it's been, been a, while. a while. Been a while. What's up, Shasky? Nothing. Good morning. I was just listening to Nap Talk here on, uh, on, on you know, <laughs> the KGMZ morning roast, ninety-five-seven. The game. Just bringing you up to date on on the napping I mean, schedules of your morning show hosts. You're welcome. Nap Talk or golf? Is it the same thing, Kate? I mean, <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> Shots fired at six oh three in the morning. I was just and speaking of, that's a great transition because I saw our boy again at on the links yesterday. I mean. There's an obsession going on right now. And, and as far as obsessions are concerned, I think it's a pretty good one, Joe. Did you have a nice round yesterday? 
Yesterday was beautiful. Today's supposed to be one of the hottest days on record for this particular calendar day in Bay Area history. Um, so, again, I don't even know what that means anymore because I guess it's in reference to all the other days throughout the history that have landed on this one. So it's supposed to be a really nice day today. Take advantage of it. Go out and, and, and soak some of that sun up. I mean, why, why not? Why wouldn't you want to do that? And it's uh, Yeah, I was out at Harding yesterday. My buddy Anthony and I got a chance to play Fleming, which finally opened up, and uh, it was it was awesome just catching up with them. Nothing like a nice little hour-and-a-half walk, um, you know, as you jaunt through playing nine holes, just catching up on life and how the family is and everything like that. So, and is Fleming, yeah. it sounds like it's been closed because Dave Fleming wasn't giving anyone access <laughs> as a so late, Fleming, but, then, but then he was on the morning roast yesterday, so he gave you the pass. Is that what happened? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'll be here with the mom-dad jokes all day. Yeah, Jack Fleming is kind of the architect of uh, Northern California golf courses. He ah. and Alistair McKenzie, he worked under Alistair McKenzie. Alistair McKenzie built Sharp Park, built Cypress, obviously built Augusta National, my favorite course, Northwood. And, okay. and Jack Fleming worked underneath him. Jack helped, obviously, to usher all of the different parks that are in Northern California that are munis and whatnot. And so they dedicated a small nine-hole track inside of the Harding 18 just oh, wow. to him. So it's a 27-hole little facility, if you will, uh, okay. Kate Scott. And mm-hmm. the first tee program kind of plays out of out of Fleming. So it's perfect for seniors, kids, people like myself who just live that busy, busy city life and want to squeeze an hour and a half of golfing. So yeah, that's I, awesome. I want to ask you guys about Draymond Green yesterday because we spent the entire show – talking about Draymond Green. And he came out, and we're going to play it uh, this morning. Mm-hmm. We're going to play all the audio. He came out and, and, and gave, uh, you know, a, a very strong, uh, I would say, not press conference, but Zoom conference, if you will, kind of condemning his own actions. And I saw all kinds of reaction. It wasn't good enough. It's two days too late. See- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.